You are now tuned into the Wake the Flock Up Network. This is not your normal lecture on hip hop. We are going into a more metaphysical, spiritual, philosophical approach to hip hop. It's more controversial, I must say, at the beginning of this. I don't mean to offend anyone at all, but there's the door. Yo, concept. I'm here. Uh, Baca's not here, but uh, we could start the episode without him. Word up. It is only called uh, Each One Teach One with Concept Zone and Young Baca. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think he'll get that, man. What do you think? I, I think he'd be all right. <laughs> as long as he shows up. Uh, he'll learn to live he'll with be it. All right. <laughs> uh, so we're, we're, we're rushing down, and we got, um, we're doing this month's all uh, guest, special guests and guests, co hosts and stuff like that. And I'm thinking to myself, you know what? Uh, I'm gonna cancel the interview ahead of night because the dude's off somewhere, and I didn't, uh, I didn't feel like driving up. Uh, <laughs> it's true. I just didn't feel it. I wasn't feeling it. And I'm like, yo, but I know Baca has some free time now, and Baca lives so far that we have to uh, record two episodes in advance because that way we don't have to meet up that right, often. Yeah, yeah. He lives far, though. He lives in the valley. That's a long drive. He lives. He lives in the valley. Right on. It's a, it's a, it's a it's a pretty bad drive. So um, either I go to him or he goes to me. And either way, it's like an hour just wasted in driving. So I'm about to do this. Squeeze in two interviews. The shows. This show is only an hour and a half. And only an hour. Like wake the flock up. That's an hour and a half. That I I like to keep it an hour and a half. It's just juicier, a lot yeah. more. And dude, it, it flies by. So does this one. So I'm like, you know, but we need a show that's different. And let's just think about it. How we can? What are the different ways that we can make it different? There's a little bit tighter time. Keep the people wanting to come back for more sooner. So we came up with a each one teach one. It's just a you know kind of like a. Our, me and Baka have very similar opinions. We also have very drastically different opinions and visions for hip hop. Right? He sees it more on a commercial level, and by commercial I mean like he's more of a fan of the mainstream kind of people. Like he really digs like Future and he digs all this right. shit. And I'm like, I can't even fucking listen to like a future song. Like I, I swear, I tried to, dude. Like I went on the drive. Him, him and Slum were sitting right there, and they're like, "Yo, uh, yo, you know who's killing the game right now? Fucking Future. Future's killing it, killing it." And I'm like, dude, I don't even know if I ever heard a Future song before, you know? Right. So I YouTube's on the way home. Kill it quick, <laughs> dog. It lasted half a song, maybe. I just, I just couldn't put up with it. You know what I'm saying? How, how are you feeling with kind of stuff like that? You know, uh. That's a good question, actually. Uh, a lot of people give me heat because, you know, that they'll, they'll they'll reach out and say, you're stuck in the 90s. You know, I'm a fan of lyricism. Baca tells me that all the time. Yeah, and it's cool. I mean, yeah. you, you run with the times. That's great, you know. And, and I like a lot of new MCs. Now, if we're, if we're strictly going to talk about mainstream, or, you know, what's on the radio. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be honest, bro. Like, I, it's hard for me to, to embrace. Yeah. Uh, for several reasons. Yeah. One, the content. Yeah. You know, it's 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 not appealing to me. Right. You know, I got money. I, I'm not. I won't get into that. But you know, I got money and I spend it on this. I can't. I can't relate to that. It's not relatable, and I think in a lot of different ways, it's almost concrete proof that hip hop was better in the nineties. Like, 
and, it, it, and yes, people be like, oh, that's your opinion, your opinion. Be like, not really. Op- yes, it's my opinion. I have that opinion. I am of that opinion. But there's a lot of like facts to prove that. Uh, you know, like the also the message that was delivered in the songs a lot and and the way that they were put together and the artistry behind it. Like, dude, you're never going to have another Chronic 2001. or or chron- like that. Al- those albums, qual- albums of that quality will never drop again because it's been so tarnished and, and kind of like watered down that by the time that Kendrick comes out, even Kendrick spits some whack shit every once in a while. He'll, he'll get on some tracks where you're like, the fuck are you doing? What's This is not the same dude I heard on the last track, right? So it's just like a watered down mixture. And by the time it trickles down to this generation, it's just imitation of a bad imitation of a imitating good rap. See what right, I'm saying? Right. Right. And, and, it, and it becomes difficult to like even want to like, I, I'll tell Baka like, dude, I don't even want to like it. Like, I don't even, it, it, it's not, not, not a loyalty thing. It's like, Oh, I only want to listen to nineties hip hop. Dude, I wish hip hop was dope. All, all, all I wish it was around. dope. Right, open seas now that I can listen to on the radio, but the only radio station I can kind of listen to is K Day, only because they play the back in the day shit. That if I listen to Power One Hundred Six, I'm just gonna hear the same fucking song played by the same three DJs over and over again. Well, and that's the thing, um, you know, a lot of producers nowadays. Because when was the last time you heard a, 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 a an actual classic hip hop album? Uh, we we talked about this, and Baca said that he thinks there will, there'll never be another classic album, right? Exactly. And what I told him is that might be true, but in my opinion, the one album that I can say has a good, strong possibility of becoming like a hip hop classic in the future was the new RA album that just dropped. You, you uh, that's actually on point. I think that you. might be like the, I think in the future people are gonna look back on that album and be like. All these magazines, and I won't go into any specifics because I wish him the best, and I, and I hope he's doing it. Um, Want to give like a certain artist, like is he bringing back '90s hip hop? Right. Is he creating? It's like no, no, no. There's certain artists now that are delivering that that been delivering the same, not the same topics, but the same energy and feel that 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 original '90s hip hop has had. Uh, you know, like the Jedi Mind Tricks albums and, and then like these other cats who have always ha- maintained the same level of skill and like artistry artistry right. throughout every album, no matter what the album is. I can listen to a Chino XL album and it'll be the same kind of artistry that I heard of the last one, but completely delivered to me in a whole new way, which is what I want from an MC, right? It's not the same using the same formula over and over again, fucking slurring your words and da 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 Da, 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 da. Like dog, all your songs sound the same, and you're just repeating the same formula you used the first time. That's not artistry. Yeah, that's not. That's just you no, learning how to make money. So you're just gonna continue that down the line. Right, right. Well, we, you know, uh, I've talked to several people about that. Where it's again, producers, MCs, whatever, whichever way you go about it, a producer knows. All right, the last radio hit or the last. Um, you know, just throw something out there, uh, Gucci Mane or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. Um, the last Gucci Mane track yeah. hit on the radio, Power yeah. 106 was yeah. blowing it up. Yeah, All right. So you got a new cat, you know, MC such and such, like the shirt this dude has, um, comes out and it's like, man, I, I need to get on. Same producers, like, don't worry about it. Your rhymes are so and so, but check this out. Same formula, if we can call it a formula, to make the beat sound exactly like Gucci Mane's or whoever was hitting. Mm-hmm. 
we'll get you a beat like that. Mm-hmm. Throw some whatever words, real repetitive, so mm-hmm. they can kind of get embedded in your mind. The radio's going to play the shit out of it. Mm-hmm. That way the kids can subconsciously learn it. Next thing you know, you're rapping something like, how the fuck am I rapping this bullshit, right? Mm-hmm. And that's what, and that's why I ask you, like, when have you heard a, 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 recently, have you heard a classic album? Because producers ain't putting that work in anymore. And I'm, I'm talking about mainstream. MCs aren't putting that work in. You know, you want to get one or two joints that are going to bang in the club, supposedly, or they will actually, because, you know, that's what happens. They'll have to. And they'll have to. And then the rest of the, the rest of the album uh, is going to be fillers. Yeah. You don't, you don't have that, that artistry. Like we said, you don't have that passion. You know, MCs are coming in. There's no craft to their style. There's no, again, there's no passion to where, uh, personally me, uh, I'm listening to a lot of the UK hip hop. Mm. A lot of hip hop from Mexico. Yeah, I do. Uh, Argentinian. Yeah. Uh, appreciate it, brother. Thanks. Um, oh, man. You know, I don't know if you've ever heard. It's uh, cold as the mountains. Yeah, buddy. I don't know if you heard Melanin 9, UK. In the UK. Melanin 9 is, is ripping it. If you haven't heard it, by all means, you know, I'm not trying to endorse anybody, but this dude is, is, is real. And from what I've heard, Europe or UK, it's like 1988 to them out there right now. Um, so we. Unfortunately, peaked, I think, in our hip hop. In our commercial hip hop, in our mainstream, and our representation to, to mainstream hip hop, has we've peaked, right? And But that doesn't mean that the rest of the world has also reached that plateau. Dude, like Australia does, is doing a lot of dope hip hop. The right. UK now, Canada is now becoming a major player, e- even if it's just through, through the battle scene. Right. But they're at least, now they have their foot in the door when it comes to those kind of stuff. Before they had like one or two cats that only like real underground heads would know, classified or swollen members. Swollen members, right? Back in the day, dude, we I used to get swollen member tapes. And think about it, this is like ninety whatever, and I would get underground hip hop tapes from Canada. Like that's how in that's, yeah, that's, that's how I was in, right? Well, and Battle Axe was was in, shit. in Canada. They were killed, dude. They're winning Junos, and they're doing, but in the U.S., dude, they're still not accepted. Not only because they're Canadian, but second, their topics, they're we're not it's not what was mainstream. Like they would never win Grammys here. Oh, of course. Even not. nowadays. No. They would they give Grammys to the person with the best video now. It's like it's fucking ridiculous. Like Grammy is supposed to be who's delivering the best track. Okay, best hip hop. I get it. You don't have a lot to choose from when it comes to commercial <laughs> shit. Right. So you're just gonna give it to the person that has the most followers now? Like right. wh- how do you even distribute that shit now? Right. You know? But uh let's introduce you. I wanted to get people's your mentality in people's ears a little bit so right. they so they can see the kind of quality of artists that we have coming through here. Let them know. Uh, Sector 3, representing Save the Hip Hop Culture. Local head. Mm-hmm. To me. Just, uh, to do. What, what is Save the Hip Hop Culture? Save the Hip Hop Culture, and, and, and excuse me if, if I don't give a good uh, definition or representation because it's unfolding literally as we speak. Um, quickly. It started off simply as, and you know, yeah. it started off as an Instagram page. Yep. Uh, mainly, I got to give thanks to my three nephews. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm not going to give ages at this point because I, I might chop it up a little, a little bit. But my oldest nephew was 12, 13 at the time. Mm. Um, and I heard him listening to Lil Wayne, your Drakes and all that. I'm not going to say his name because you'd probably be like, oh, yeah, I never listened to that. Yeah, right. But... And it's cool, you know. Yeah. I if, if someone likes Drake and what that you know, do your thing. There's 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 room for that and all that good stuff. But when I told him, All right, you like Drake, but yo, have you heard Rock Kim? No. Mm. Of course he's young. 
wouldn't know. So I thought, you know what? He's most likely not the only kid in this situation where it's like it's all about Lil Wayne, Drake, and all that mainstream stuff. Let me let me get this Instagram going, and slowly but surely, I just you know started saying you know salute to Rock Kim and you know Coke La Rock, you know one of the first MCs. Elements, you know the, yeah. the, the elements of hip hop. Um, you know, just giving shout outs to like Alieness, uh, you know Mighty Zulu Kings. You had them Sign on up. the show. Yeah. Uh, all that good stuff. Yeah. All the elements, right? Slowly but surely, Cat started reaching out to me. I started seeing the followers mm -hmm. coming in like mm -hmm. crazy, not to gloat or anything mm -hmm. like that, but they did. And people were like, "Yo, you got to do something with it." Mm -hmm. uh, procrastinated for a while. Yeah. And long story short, I thought, you know what? If I started this for my nephews which are the youth mm -hmm. and i can trigger them you know those three kids why not trigger kids around the world and, and start off slow in my community right so that's that's basically what it is our, our motto is youth empowerment through hip-hop culture mm -hmm. uh not just hip-hop culture but if i can teach a kid to better himself or or to put down you know a pipe or a potential gun mm -hmm. and pick up a mic mm -hmm. or stop running the streets and start running the dance floor mm -hmm. on some b-boy shit then i'm then we're gonna do that you right. know, i know i'm saying i'm but i i started this and some real close people to me have 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 supported yeah you know my man right there standing right there my brother-in-law mm -hmm. is, is one of them mm -hmm. uh my wife and all that good stuff but, but so so but the way tell them how it breaks down like what do we see on the page okay so um definitely on a daily which i've been contemplating on stopping because there's too much of it but we do uh, kind of like a on on this day in yeah. hip hop history, which is one of my favorite fucking things to see, dude. Because there's stuff on there that I didn't know or even realize that I knew. Like it's like, oh, on this on this day, uh, you know, uh, it'll be like on this day, KRS One dropped, oh, uh, whatever, you know, yeah. that kind of thing. And, and dude, for a hip hop head, that's a fascinating fact. Right. For me, I'm with that. Like that's dope. For me, even to get a quick dose of hip-hop even if it's just minimal like on this and then they sh you show the, the cover of the cd right, right. or whatever it is dude that's super dope i, I love that you do that don't don't well, stop doing that. that i appreciate it. Well, <laughs> you know and when i say i'm contemplating it's just because you know uh, good ideas get mocked and and i'm not con i'm not complaining don't get me wrong yeah it's just you know you got to keep innovate you know you gotta M innovate yeah innovate, right so you know again i thought when i started doing this i thought okay only nas is gonna get recognition on my page because that's what people know but i've been listening like you know like you said swollen members mm -hmm. you know from ac alone to yeah. to uh again like melanin nine mm -hmm. and jess from uk yeah. but people don't know that mm -hmm. so when i started seeing like all right a lot of people are doing on this day in hip-hop history a certain album dropped let me let me tell you guys that a uk mc dropped an album on this day too see mm -hmm. how that goes and people come at me like yo i didn't i didn't even know that dude existed yeah you know thanks um, other things we do too, you know, again, on this day in hip hop history, and I started doing this a while back is uh, some old flyers, like mm. the park jams. Yeah. In, uh, 70s, 80s, dude. you know what I mean? Uh, pe people need to know that. Yeah. You know, because nowadays your platforms are the internet. Yeah. And you can't really say, like, oh, I hustled to get this done. And, you know, hip hop is so easy nowadays. Hip hop, you, hip -hop is being done while on the toilet. Right. You know, you can, I'm writing a song that back in the day, Doing hip hop or, or 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 rapping or b boying or whatever could get you in trouble. Yeah, you know, get you beat up or whatever. You know. Yeah. So, me showcasing a park jam flyer that uh, consisted of either you know the Herky Lords or or or, or uh, you know the Zulu Kings. Yeah. Nineteen seventy seven. Uh huh. 
Oh, this was happening in 1977. A lot of cats come up to me like, yeah, hip hop started in 83. <sighs> um, 77. You're looking at early the, 70s, bro. Early, at least early. So you could you could easily even start tracing it to late eight, 60s. 60s, definitely. Late 60s. And and who's really to say who where the line drew? Because and then I talk about this a lot. But uh, like someone like Bob Dylan, right? Dude, he was rapping, right? In a lot of his songs, if right. you listen to a couple of Bob Dylan songs, Speak on it, and bro. I'll play it, and I'll play it on, on this episode, he he was like, uh, 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 even if it's just like it was not like a hip hop topic, he was rapping, harmonica, but he was emceeing. Yes. He he's think about the way he wrote it. He wrote that was bars, 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 four bars. Like he wrote a yeah, hip hop yeah, song. There, there was so in it. Oh, who yeah. knows to say? Who wants to say how far? The, the art of actual emceeing can take you. I mean, it's really almost prehistoric. <laughs> you know, I, I'm, and I'm glad you touched on it. And, and let me, I'm, hopefully I can touch on this base right here. I, just, I was just talking to somebody. I um, uh, can't remember who it was. And it's someone definitely, uh, an MC out in the scene. Um, man, I can't remember either which way. Um, if you trace back emceeing, and now you got to understand, a rapper and an MC are different. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I, I had a conversation with um, uh, my dude Red uh, Red Eye Monster. I won't give his real name. And he asked me. I was out there trading tapes with him. I still collect tapes and all that. And he's like, "What do you think?" He's like, "Me and my girl are having a uh, discussion. Is Eric about doing MC?" Mm. Mm. I'm like, "Well, careful how you ask the question." Yeah. Because she's. De- I, I said no for several reasons, but all in all, she's an MC because she'll command a crowd. Right. Right. With that, I'm going to say, going back to how far back an MC goes, mm-hmm. you can go back to the 30s and 40s mm-hmm. with um, uh, Cab Calloway. Yeah. I don't know if you know who Cab Calloway yeah, is. Heidi Ho, mm. uh, you know, he's out there, <laughs> he, he, like, yeah. you know, it's not, it's not you know, 16 bars of, of, of battle rapping, obviously, uh-huh. but this dude is rhyming here and there, he's commanding a crowd, he's controlling a crowd. Yeah. It could go to the 30s and 40s, same thing with graffiti. You know, a lot well, of graffiti effort. might be the oldest element, dude. Graffiti and its oldest form is literally like, pre- like, dude, writing on a cave. That's that's graffiti. So beautiful. Uh, 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 that that is it. You know, it's it's uh, uh, th- th- um, graphheads do graffiti now for the same reason that the cavemen did it, so that they will be remembered and not forgotten. Word up. And they're telling their stories in the way of pictures and forms, right? right? So if so if I'm sitting here and I'm looking at this wall, right? Dope design, dope grab, but it tells me a lot about the artist and the mentality that he had when he made it, right? So I'm looking at some ill shit at the wall and I see all these different colors. So it's obviously someone with a good, you know, palette and I can see the form that it's fluid. Then it's not blocky. That tells me something about that artist. And, yeah. you know, like that kind of thing. The same thing that the cavemen were trying to do, they were trying to figure out life and existence without words so they were drawing pictures of bisons and them with arrows because they wanted to say when i die i want to be remembered somehow some way you know right so graffiti can go back to the first person that ever wrote something down because it's for the same reasons exactly you know you you brought up a good point and uh it's actually one of the curriculums that i'm working on because we we also want to do uh workshops for the for the youth Mm -hmm. um still trying to work that out but definitely going to start about January of next year, 2016. Um, and that's one of the curriculums I actually was just writing it not long ago um, on graffiti. Because 
I, I'm with you when you say it's possibly the oldest. Yeah. Because if you look at it with that mentality, yeah. we we have been writing on walls since the beginning of time for whatever reason. Like you said, it yeah. could be you're trying to tell a story or you're trying to not get lost, get directions. It's like this way, not that way. You know, whatever, whatever, yeah, whatever it is, you were trying to communicate something. Right. And, yeah. and, and when I say we're about the youth, again, if, if, if I can teach, I'm jumping around by the way. So stop me at any please, time. Please, please. Um, when we say youth empowerment through hip hop culture, a lot of people ask me, okay, so it's just hip hop. It's like, no, Again, if I can if I can intrigue a youth to mathematics through a hip hop song or through graffiti or even history, our history. I'm, I'm Mexican, so you know I'm, I got purépecha blood. Yeah. Go back to you know all that good stuff. You, you know the tri- you know your tribes. Yeah. Well, where, where where from Mexico is that? Hey, well, my father's mom was from Michoacan, mm-hmm. uh, so I traced that down. Tarasco purépecha. Uh, my mom's side, I'm still, you know, there's a lot of Filipino through there, you know, yeah. obviously through whatever, I'm not going to go there, yeah. but through genocide and all that yeah, good yeah, stuff, yeah, yeah. but whatever. <laughs> um, but I embrace my, I, I embrace my indigenous culture. You do? Definitely. So it's something that you're aware of and you celebrate? Most, oh, most definitely. Very cool. Yeah, yeah. We, we uh, admittedly, I don't, I don't as much only because, uh, uh, okay, and, and it's not. It's not disrespectful because I don't mean it in a disrespectful way, but right. when I when I think of myself, right, uh, I am Mexican. I'm a Mexican, but I am an American Mexican. Right. Right. So that's the way I see myself. Some other people might be mad at me, like, no, 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 you're a Mexican that's in America. No, no, no. Well, I was born in America. My first language was English, and I was in the military, and I served for the U.S. Absolutely. And if the war in the U.S. and Mexico are at war, I'm probably going to suit up for the U.S. Only because it, it comes out of loyalty. To me, dude, a lot of things in my life come down to loyalty. Right. I'm loyal to hip-hop because hip-hop to this day has been continuous and has always been there. It's never left me. It's never divorced me. It's never fired me. It's never it. broke up with me. You know, it's never, it's always been here just for me to fuck with whenever I'm ready to fuck with it, right? That, and I think about my my country the same way. Like, yo, my country was here. It was, you do what you want with the things that your country is able to provide you. Take advantage of it. If you don't, that's on you. Right. So in the U.S., dude, knowledge is free. You know, all these other things are free. Dude, just literally go to a library and sit down and read a book. You're, there's countries where you can't do that. Oh, you get you get stoned to death you for, get, for that type of shit. Dude, there's, 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 there's a mentality in some countries where it's okay, even expected if you don't, like go beat a girl for... Right. Uh, or throw acid in the face of schoolgirls because they're trying to learn. Like, this is the mentality that some barbaric cultures still have where the u.s is like yo you can literally be as big as you want it's on you be as big as you want to be here it's free range do it yourself you know what i mean right and that's the kind of mentality that i respect so you know i, I always consider myself an american you know despite skin color doesn't matter you know right so uh but uh, i i do try to do a couple things to kind of like remind myself like if there's a word like right where the street you drove in mm-hmm. right Batavia. Batavia. I don't go. Ba- I don't go Batavia Street. I go Batavia Street. So where are you going? Oh, El Centro Cultural. Like I'll say it the way it's spelled out. Right, okay. Just it's just my little own little quirk or whatever. Cool, cool. Because a lot of people will be like, uh, 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 uh what's that? They go Taqueria, Guadalajara, or whatever. Taqueria, and I'm like, yeah, Taqueria, Guadalajara, yeah. 
but it's Batavia Street, right? That's even even on the radio, people are like, do you say it like really wabby? You're like Batavia Street, but I'm like, it's it's was written down, but you know, so that's the kind of thing I try to do. But I am very interested in like the the Indio side. Right? Yeah. That's something that's really. That's really cool that you actually follow up on that. Well, yeah, and, and and to follow up on what you said, like, and, and I respect, salute yeah. you for 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 uh, serving country, uh, definitely. Where's Baca? Baca, out you there. Know you're on the show, right? Out there. You know your name's on the show. <laughs> nobody, nobody. Right. Click, click. Crickets. Um, uh, people, people ask me like, "Well, what are you?" And it's like, "Well, I was born in Mexico. I am a man. I'm a U.S. citizen." Yeah. I'm American, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Being in America, though, yeah. the, the the most patriotic thing you can do is question your government. Oh, 100%. All right? Yeah. And I might get heat from, you know, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know anybody. But when you question your government, that doesn't necessarily mean you're against the government. Right. Right? Me embracing my indigenous culture doesn't necessarily mean I don't have love for where I live. Right. The Mortal Technique said it. I love the place I live. But I hate the people in charge. Yeah, that's normal. Yeah, you got certain people with the mentality where it's like, "Oh no, you're against it because you are embracing your indigenous culture." You gonna join us anytime soon, Baca? You, uh, you know it is. Uh, uh, each one teach one with young Baca in concept seven. Yes, we're doing each one teach one. You're all late. Not everyone's gonna hear you late. On blast. What's up with that? On blast. Oh, I miss you too, dog. I miss you too. <laughs> oh, whiny, whiny, whine. What's up, brother? What's up? Baka. Yo, what up, man? Nice of you to grace us with your presence. No problem, dude. No problem. So I got a little ahead of you, and I said, you know what? I'm gonna do something really cool. I know we've been doing. We, you know, get get some. Uh, Co-hosts or guests, guests. They're not co-hosts on our show. They're you're a guest now, right? Word up. Do you familiar with Save the Hip Hop Culture? Uh, nah, man. But I seen you guys. I have seen the stickers all over the place, man. Oh, hey, that's good. I've seen the stickers yeah. all over the so place. So he's the editor in chief of Save the Hip Hop Culture. It's a Instagram blog, right? And they'll do like hip hop history, and they'll drop certain facts and, and trinkets of hip hop throughout. Yeah, things. man, I've seen it. I've seen and it. now they're putting shows together and doing all this stuff. And me and him have been talking. We go way back. We met when I did the Master Ace interview almost right. almost three years ago. So he was there in the house, and and, uh, and I we've been wanting to work ever since then. And I said, you know what, Doc, come through, let's make it happen, you know. And I said this will be good interview for Vodka too, you know. I think yeah, you man. get to know him or whatever. Definitely, definitely. Pleasure to meet you, man. Pleasure Likewise, to meet brother. you. I seen you guys out here working, dude. So you're doing something, right? We definitely, see you, man. you know. You know, starting off slow, but but we're, we're getting it. Yeah, done. I think everyone starts off slow. That's what you know, is. you gotta start somewhere. Exactly. It's like I was telling my boy Concept yesterday. We were texting about different podcasts and everything, mm-hmm. and I said we're gonna get up there. We're gonna we're gonna hit those hit the charts one day. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Definitely. Get yeah. some major sponsorships. Everyone starts somewhere. So, um, I'm I, I'm a firm believer of timing, right? Like you gotta do things right. And not do you have a Fubu jersey on? I do have. A Fubu I've jersey. never I haven't seen a Fubu jersey <laughs> in the last seven years. I was I, I I'm I was hoping someone Wait would till say. Wait till I always wear the awesome, Fubu. Dude. And and I just kind of wear it with a smirk. I'm waiting for someone to say, like, "You're rocking fubu. <laughs> you're rocking fubu." Appreciate you saying yes. Did a, you wear a lot of fubu back in the day? I wore a shitload of fubu back man, in the I day. Couldn't, I couldn't afford fubu back in the day. So oh no, nah, man, never touched it. Well, I had a homie who was bigger than me, and he would give me all his hands man, down. He must have been huge, and they huge. were all fubus. Yeah. 
They were well. Come on, this is like eighth grade. Oh, and and they were. He, his mom would buy him like the, he would gear him up all the time. We would. Nick, his nickname was Fubu because he would just wear Fubu like all the time. But was it was he a black like, dude? Fresh, no, Nicaraguan. White dude. I hope Nicaraguan he's white. Nicaraguan dude. Oh, okay. <laughs> That'd be great if he's white dude. Check out his Fubu jersey, Prince. Right? When's the last Dude, time you saw a Fubu it's a, jersey? It's a classic right here, son. It's a classic, son. Oh, no, it out <laughs> you like this? Yeah, it's, it's nice. It has nice, your man. on it and shit. <laughs> yeah. I very well could have been, yeah. Uh, no, so I, you know, I, 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 I like to keep it classic. You know what I'm saying? That's what it is. Nice. So uh, you were saying, you're a form believer. So I'm a form believer in timing, timing, but it's like, uh, it's like when a football player gets hurt. They say a football player is... So what, two things are going to happen, right? He's injured, and w- they're not going to call him back anymore, and that'll be that. Or what will happen is uh, he'll be ready for when they do call him up to the big show. See what I'm saying? They'll, you'll either let, let yourself go. Oh, you know, that's it. It's over. I'm not that big. I'm not that dude. Why even make me? Why even work out? Why? But no, no. So when they call you, ring the phone rings, like, hey, are you ready? Like, yes. I've been working out. I've been building. I was waiting for the call. Right. And that's kind of the way I see my, Wake the Flock Up. Is the way I see it is like we, we've been building the platform for two years, which is not a long time, but it says a lot because a lot of shows do, 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 don't make it that far. And it's like I could say, like, what is it, the three years for a business? Like after the first three years, if your business made it, you're good. Yeah. Dude, you're lucky. You're lucky if your business makes it three years. Yeah, Let's be honest about it. There's, there's like a line that says like the first – like the like your average business fails before its third year. Yeah, that that's probably dated. I don't even think most businesses get one year now. now Let's be honest. Yeah, we yeah. see all these mom and pop shops yeah. close down after six months. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. And 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 with with hip hop and, and podcasts are new things still. They're they're getting more mainstream now. But one thing that I did notice is a lot of them popping up. I'm not saying it's because of me, but I'm saying. After, you it's like you buy a car, you buy a Camaro, now you start noticing all the other Camaros. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so I'll just leave it at that, and then I see all these shows pop up, and but they're like after six months or even less than that, it's just they never come to nothing. Dude, was, I remember when I started listening to podcasts maybe two years ago, yeah. and I wanted a hip hop podcast. Yeah. I found one, Hood Hype. Yeah. It's like it was like a three hour show from Detroit. It was super dope. I looked up hip hop podcast maybe two days ago today. I texted you. There has to be a hundred hip hop podcasts, man. It's crazy. Everybody has a podcast. I mean, it's, you you have your good and your bad. It's oversaturated a little bit, but you get some good content, mm-hmm. right? And you get the same thing now that that's happening with, with MC and, and it's a, it's so easily accessible to do it now. It's so easy for anyone to do it. But I think down the line, it'll be the same thing with MCs. Longevity will come to those that really are first meant to do it. So hip hop has in mind for you to do it and are needed to do it. You know, there's a lot of MCs that are just recycled, dude. Recycled. They go through them, the, the game or themselves. Life just goes through MCs, MCs, MCs. And then, but there's always those that always maintained a good current status. You know, their buzz never went down. They always maintain momentum. I told you, momentum's number one. So, I want. I understand that with the show. I'm thinking, yeah, yeah, yeah Buck, we'll get there. We'll be there. But where we're at, it's not that bad, dude. Like, oh, I'm, not at all. I'm happy with what we've been able to work in the last two years. And I can't even imagine what the next full year has in store for us, dude. Like, I didn't think this whole year was going to be filled the way it was. Meeting Raskaz and going yeah, to this. You guys, guys like, have been making some like, noise, bro. That's, that's for sure. So to me, that makes me happy. And then, like, when Baka shoots me a picture of, like, someone that's completely off my, my, my reach scale, whatever, has a sticker on their laptop, a Wake the Flock Up sticker. It's like, oh, shit. Was well, Warren G's DJ? Yeah, I was. Uh, 
I was I hosted Warren G show at the LA Theater of maybe six months ago, something like that. And Warren G's DJ had to wake the flock up, stick on his laptop. Man. That's crazy. <laughs> and I'm like, and not even the not even this one. He had like the original yeah. logo we had was an old school microphone, and it had the WT in the middle with right here. My man made it. Boom, sick. And then he just said, "Wake the flock up." That is simple. And he had it on it. Like, dude, that that's what's up. So that's that be inspiring, right? For a while. Yeah. For a while. And and for me, it's also like when I see like pictures of hip hop shows, people wearing the Wake the Flock up shirts, like that. Um, to me, it's like, okay, this is dope. It's different. Most yeah. rappers, they know who their fans are. Yeah. You, you, hey, the oldest dude comes to my show every, every, whenever I have a show, every month, every week, whatever it is. Being a podcast host, you don't really know who's listening because right. that, that one download, it's just one download. It could mm-hmm. be Warren G's DJ. Mm-hmm. It could be somebody in Italy. It could mm-hmm. be, dude, I've been meeting people the last couple of weeks and they're like, yo, I, I heard your podcast, man. It's really good. Mm-hmm. People I had no idea or even knew who I was. Right. You know what I'm saying? Which it, So there but, you go. You're doing but, something, man. But it's it goes to speak to also what hip-hop wants and what i mean by hip-hop is the audience right it takes a level of maturity to sit there and listen to a podcast yeah no you, sure. you're not going to be 13 and want to sit down and listen to grown-ass men talk you know and if you do you're that one kid you're me who was really listening to the talk yeah, radio yeah, yeah. you know be humble listen, about it right dog i was listening <laughs> to george nori fucking like oh yo like the ghost stories when i was a kid like to me it was always the the imagery being painted was always fascinating so uh, it is rare, but it is. It does feel good when you like, yo, dude, that show you do though, that's just dope, dog. Like, heard the last episode, like that's just funny. Or I got a, I got a, I got a tweet that said, um, "Fluent earns his four, four, four month chip." Remember, I made fun of you because you haven't smoked in four months, and I'm like, oh, okay, I'm gonna give you a, a sobriety chip for four months. I got a tweet that said, hashtag Fluent earns his fourth month chip. And I'm like, that's what's up. Someone that dedicated listening to the show. That's cool. Uh, So I trust where we're going. I trust what we've been doing. I'm not going to change the formula that we've doing. I'm just going to add to it, perfect it. Because I think the base is good. Real, free, don't charge. A lot of free promo, a lot of free promo. Until it gets to the point where it's like, I don't no longer have to do free promo. Now, uh, Liberty Mutual wants a spot on your radio show and that's not unheard of for podcasts you know oh this this uh, gnc wants to promote wants you to push their pills because they you got the audience they're they're sitting there they're coming back and the beauty is it's one episode lasts forever it doesn't fade away fubu's making a comeback fubu's making a comeback concept we want you to be the face of the fubu comeback man that guy is on shark tank yeah the um what the hell is his name? Dude, he's a man. He's, he's a on man. Shark Tank. Oh, that is. That's What's his name? Nobody I knows his name, no, though. Yeah, that yeah. guy. Fubu. That Fubu guy. James Fubu, I think. Hey, Champs. Champs came back maybe two years ago. Champ Sports. Um, um, champion. 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 Not yeah, Champ Champion. Like champion came back. No way. They threw a whole bunch of money at hip hop, man. Mm. They sponsored a whole bunch of people. You know, they sent me a box of clothes. You know what I'm saying? It's, they when, when, when clothing lines want to make a comeback, they come to hip hop because that's what's at. That's you know what I'm saying? That's yeah. where it's so, at. You're doing something, man. Yeah. Cheers to that. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. But uh, the reason that I invited you over was because not only we talked about you having you on the show a little bit, but I love, I absolutely love your blog. I just, I, I, I that, check, your, yours is one of the ones I, I check to every morning when I'm taking a shit, ready to go to work. That's what's up. <laughs> you know, you won't have a shitty time. Bro. And, and I have a, and sometimes I'll sit there and I'll forget that I'm taking a shit. I'm like, ah, oh, no. Uh, but no, like, whenever I wake up in the morning, download Adam Crowler. I wake up, 
Yeah, you go Adam Carolla, download it, boom, and I'm ready for my day. If I don't, it feels weird. I'm sure. I'm, imagine me plus a million people doing that. You got to get that automatic download, man. Do they have that? Oh, they have it for yeah, iTunes. Yeah. Oh, I don't have an iTunes. No, that's your problem. iTunes is whack. That's why. Yeah. So I just stick to my. Yeah, we have a podcast for saying how whack iTunes is, right? <laughs> That's, yeah, that's good stuff. That's good yeah. stuff. SoundCloud and Stitcher too can suck my dick. In the leg. Uh, no, iTunes is good to us, but uh, SoundCloud is the best. So we get. I never knew podcasts were on SoundCloud until about two months ago. I've always gone to iTunes. Since We've I was, been on SoundCloud for like two years. Because already. since I was seventeen, yeah. I've had an iPhone. Oh, uh, okay. My iPhone equals iTunes. Yeah. You know, so I, that's why I get everything from. See yeah, what I'm talking about? That's what I rock to. Yeah, yeah I think a, a majority common, of people. We have a lot in common, but there's a lot of shit we don't like. He's a he's an iTunes man. I'm a, you know, I'm a, he's an Apple man. I'm a, I'm a Galaxy. Hey, but it's not even it's not even close. Though iTunes is this. There's a reason iTunes is as big as it is, though. Which is you get you get you get your podcast on the iTunes front page of the podcast section. Yeah, you're set, man. You're set. That's the big leagues right there, dude. But. Allison Rosen, who has like the most fucking boring podcast on the planet, Fuck that was bitch, number man. one. Yeah, she was awful. Was number but one. It's because she was, she was associated with though. That's why. What's what I'm saying? Was, no, what, was number one. So like, what kind of credibility is, is that? Is like, do I want? Like, if you think okay. she's number one, get the then fuck out of here. I don't want to be here. I don't even want to be saying? here. Yeah. Dude, how bad of horrible was that podcast? She was, I never listened to podcast. Dude, it was. She was bo- awful. It was boring yeah. as fuck. Like you, I swear, I bullshit you not. I fell asleep listening to it. And it's like, yo. While you're driving, right? Driving to work. <laughs> I wish. Uh, but it, uh, no, no, no. I, I respect iTunes. Obviously, I can't ignore it. So it's, it's also, but I don't really do a lot I of love it. iTunes. I just wanted to put it out there. I, I, each one to each one podcast loves iTunes. Don't are we on iTunes? To, don't listen to Mr. Fubu. We're going to be on iTunes. We're going to be on we're iTunes. We're going to be on iTunes. Okay, I don't, yeah. I, don't, I don't think we're on iTunes. I'm going to make it happen. That's my goal this if week. Not, we'll, we'll, we'll it's talk. my make 150th thing on my list uh, this week. On record. On record. So what's up, man? You guys have you. If I would have known you were going to be on the show, I would have done my research a little bit more. But obviously, I just oh, walk yeah, in man. and I get sprung on me. So you have your blog on Instagram. What is it? Um, we we touched on it a little bit. Um, real quick, uh, it it started real literally yeah. literally just as an Instagram page mm-hmm. for fun to show. First off, my nephews that it's not just about mainstream radio. It's about Fetty Wap. Yeah, exactly. There you go. That <laughs> hip hop is rock him. That hip hop is Taki One Eighty Three, hip hop is um, you know uh, Alieness, Mighty Zulu Kings, mm-hmm. you know Dougie Fresh, Bismarck, Eat Knowledge of Self, you know the elements. Nice nowadays, hip. When you say hip hop, subconsciously right away by default you think a genre of music. You know, I think that's what ninety percent of the planet thinks nowadays. Right, right, and but- and and I'm out, and I'm pretty sure there's other people that do it, but I'm out to show that when you say hip hop, at least to me. You're talking about the elements, whether you say there's four, there's five, or your Karis one and says there's nine. You know, graffiti, b-boying, breakdancing, uh, knowledge of self, emceeing, emceeing being the, the the youngest of the elements. The youngest, Entre- it's the youngest brother. Entrepreneurship is yeah, he considers those that yeah. that one of the uh, street fashion, street language, and all that good stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. it goes up to nine or whatever. But emceeing is the youngest of the elements of hip hop. Uh, graffiti, we were talking about graffiti was being done. A modern modern day graffiti mm-hmm. getting up for recognition mm-hmm. you know late 60s uh, maybe even 67 68 mm-hmm. uh, b-boying was being done just around that time as well djing was being done in the 60s you know you got uh grandmaster flowers you got um uh eddie chiba and all them people disco they're playing disco but they played a big part in the unraveling of what hip-hop culture was and now we're trying to 
reestablished. DJ used to be the superstar, right? The DJ, DJ used to DJ be the was one. The forefront. Yeah. DJ would give you would give would give an MC before even an MC was an MC or a rapper. DJ would tell the rapper when to get on a mic. Hey, go ahead. And it was, you know, and, and what, I, what I'm saying is taken from like Grand Wizard Theodore and stuff that, you know, I've, I've heard and talked to, you know, if someone got on the mic, it was to either tell somebody, hey, someone's blocking the, 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 <laughs> the door. Yeah, your lights on. Your, your, your lights are on. Or yeah. announce the next DJ that was coming. Right, up. right. But the DJ was the main dude, yeah, dude. you know, and the, 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 the main attraction was what music are you going to play? What break are you going to play? what record do you have that the other DJ doesn't have, mm -hmm. you know? And then it got obviously to the era where the MC started getting shine, you know, Coke rock, Coke rock being one of the first MCs There's several others. Um, but obviously the MC started seeing the shine and slowly, but surely I won't, I won't say it was right away, but you get to 93, 94, and then you start seeing the DJ way, way, way in the back. Next thing you know, you got a pre-recorded track. You don't need a DJ. I do. I book seventy artists a month. Sixty of them come with just the USB. Ten of them come with a DJ. There you go. It has to be tough to be a DJ nowadays, right? Well, you know, just I because everyone calls themselves DJ. Work. Yeah, no, no, and and I, people call me a purist. People call me a backpacker. You so know? you guys get along so much, right? <laughs> yeah, brother. <laughs> um, you know, I go back to the era of carrying crates. I go back to the era of digging for music. You know, it's cool. I, it took me a while to even get into the era of CDs. I used I rocked my tapes to like two thousand two or three. It's crazy. Jeez, but yeah, dude. And, and even <laughs> you've seen smacks, it. You've seen man. it. You've seen it. Even my, I'm like, whoa, yo, you know, tone it down there, buddy. Instagram. I mean, I still got my ghetto blaster. I'll throw my Nas. I'll throw. You know, I'm still listening to tapes. As my brother-in-law, I'm still listening to tapes today. D dude, people say the same thing with vinyl. There is a sound quality to tapes. Yeah, there's there's a there's a different type of sound. It right. might sound a little bit more right. dirty. It might sound a little bit more crowded. Definitely, that's you know the purest. They notice that people, that, you know, the beat makers, people of that nature. You spoke of Nas, man. How do you feel as someone that's listened to Nas the whole whole career? How do you feel like he's he's uh, evolved in hip hop? See, I can already tell by that side that you had that uh, you're not you're not too happy. You know, uh, no, no, and, and 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 not to knock anybody. Nas, no, no, we're Nas here to is, talk. We're here to debate. Nas, Nas is one of those dudes that I respect. There's a few there's a few MCs in my lifetime that that I've come across that have changed. Either the way I, I the way I live or the way I see hip hop, Nas is one of those dudes that definitely changed the game. And then there's a, just a little portion of of his history where it's like, ooh, what are you doing? What history is that? Uh, Which part is that? I, I, I'm gonna say when Nostradamus came out. I can't remember if that's his third album. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a lot of people that knocked that album. I, I don't know. I don't know what he was trying to do. Um, I'm he was sure. trying to evolve. He was trying to keep up with what hip hop was back then. Right. Yeah. But you. I mean. And again, this goes back to me being called purist. You know, you look at his work of of his artwork from Illmatic to It Was Written. I mean, those are impeccable works of art. Um, and then you get to Nostradamus and it's like, okay, are you trying to dumb us down? Again, no diss to Nas. Obviously, I, I'm still a fan, but he redeemed himself with Stillmatic and, you know, a few other albums. But it comes down to we're evolving in terms of beats or or production right i'm a boom bap cat i want to hear boom bap so when i hear something like you know but you can't be mad at him from you know trying something new that's no, what no, that's what it's all, all about and that's what i'm saying like i'm not mad. i'm not trying to diss him i'm not mad at him at all i, I still bump yeah, nas knows stuff. we love him Nas, nas is 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 in, literally to this day 
Nas is one of my top ten. The the one the thing I tell people about Nas is like if the if like aliens came down right, and they go, we want a representation of hip hop. Like give us a, a a representation of hip hop. The first MC I would Wap. I would push to the front would be Nas, just because of the track record and the the way he's been able to handle himself. His longevity. Very time. very classy very there you don't see nas on tmz you don't see nas fucking this, this, this. you see nas living a life and still deliver doing lectures at colleges and stuff like that like if, if there's a rep give me a one rep mc that can represent hip-hop i'd be like okay nas i would not have an issue throwing nas in front of them so is that who you would be- pick is that who you would pick um i'm an alien i come down yeah. concept give me your best representation of hip-hop uh, there would be there would be a handful of people that I would I have want to a handful, go through. I want one, one, that's one. A, that's a hard. This is, this is what we do. I ask tough questions. Rock man. him, rock him. I uh, can't do rock him. Yeah, absolutely. Can't. Dude, rock him nah. fathered so many styles. I agree, but he fathered complete, so many styles. Complete, that, repre- absolutely. complete representation yeah. of hip hop. And you're gonna say rock okay, him? Okay, because no, 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 no. okay. he covers. Yeah. He covers one yeah. portion, a lot of yeah. the portion, yeah. but he doesn't cover everything. He doesn't cover the live stage performances. He's notoriously right. live stage. Perfor- n- notoriously Let me tell you about HBC. Let me tell you about HBC. Did he redeem himself? No, or? it was Did- awful. Okay, it was it was bad. It was no, just, please, it was please. it was. So the night before, we saw Camon, Benny Siegel, Just Blaze. They just they just kill it. Amazing. It was um, Just Blaze DJ DJed. Benny Siegel set, and yeah. then they transitioned it into Camon set. Okay. So at one point you had just plays DJing, you had Benny Siegel and Camon on stage together. So you survived through just that. Just killing it. Survived through that. Get out. Camron. Why do I do this show with this guy? Cam-ron. Why do I do this show? Camon's amazing. Oh, get amazing. The f- you, you so know let what me I tell, let about me tell you, you my story. Let me you tell you my story. You throw the word amazing around a lot. No, I don't. Yes, you does Baka no, not throw the word amazing no, around a lot? Camon is amazing. He's amazing. He's amazing. Amazing. Oh boy! So boy, listen. Boy. So listen. You can't judge that. You can't judge that. That's one song. So listen. They kill it. They yeah. have an amazing set. It's yeah. it's awesome. The crowd's okay, loving it. Okay, okay. Next next night it was Rakim. Yeah. He literally stood on stage with his hand in his pocket, rapping just pretty much with his head down, rapping yeah. for about half an hour. It was yeah. tough to watch. I actually left. Yeah. I, I saw what I had to see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's yeah. notoriously known for right. not stage having a good stage. Stage performance is huge part Absolutely. of hip hop. So Absolutely. how can you say that's the representation no, no, of hip hop? No, no. So I'm saying, so if, look, let I me mean, come on. You gotta give me, let me work it out. Let me get there. Nah, man, I don't want you. I, to. Okay, uh, atmosphere. Nah, man. I throw that, slug out. I throw slug out, dude. Your complete representation of hip hop, dude. I throw slug out for stage presence for. Uh, momentum for albums delivered being good quality dope hip hop for having the hip hop generation like dude I grew up what's on the hip hop generation I'm saying I grew up on atmosphere there's the whole oh, that's ge- you though there's a whole generation you of so us you're just judging off of what you're doing how, how hard is it to maintain the attention of an entire generation there's a, that's a hard there's a lot of people up do. in Harlem right now to say come on Changed my life. Come on, uh, come on, dude. But I'm saying though, you see things to your, you see, you see. KRS things. would be a listen, dick to them. Listen, KRS would be a dick to the aliens, and then and then they would just oh, they would just get pissed oh, off. Oh yeah, you like he would just do one of those, and it'd just be like too much for the aliens. Listen, but you see things through your eyes. Can we agree on that? It's natural. It's human nature. But what? you don't see the other side of things. Wu Tang. As a whole? Yeah, Wu Tang, Wu Tang's a much better answer. Maybe I could throw Wu Tang as a whole. But you can't throw a whole group. That's twelve people. Yeah, nah, yeah, yeah, yeah you can't, you can't. Do it. So who do you send? Alien saying who do you represent? Who represents hip hop? You know, it's a it's a touchy subject 
because uh, by That's default, what we do, man. And, and, do, and, and wait till I finish. <laughs> the 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 first one that comes to mind, uh, man. The only I'm gonna set it up before I even say it. Yeah. The only reason is because um, he used to be a graph writer. One is ill as fuck live. I've caught him. I've caught him a few times. Could get preachy, but I'm gonna say KRS One. And he pisses off the aliens, right? Wait, no, wait. I have, I don't want to say I have issues. I got my, uh, I got issues. Fuck it. I'm there you go, that. man. There you go. Uh, you know, for whatever reason, uh, just, uh, I don't know if you guys know, Karis one just got called out recently on history, on, on him. Oh, that's a big thing right now. Right? Yeah, for sure. Well, Ooh. he's, uh, and I'm, this is, I mean, I'm chopping it up. Yeah. Don't quote me. Yeah, well, you, you got, because you, you can't go back. You got to. Just tell, tell them tell them the chapters. You got to tell them to break it down chapter by chapter. Well, uh, the, well li- the, the, the little I know, you, you guys know Karis one is quick. I mean, you ask him a question and he's giving you a history book or a history lesson. You guys know that. Anywhere he's at. So he, I'm not going to say he, he popped off or he blabbed off, but he said something in regards to early B-boy history. A lot of the early break dancers, we're talking Mighty Zulu King, mm-hmm. uh, you know, a, a host of others, called him out. A few, a few uh, hip hop fans called him out, and I think Crazy Legs just released a, a video, right, uh, saying he talked to Karis, wow. talking about like, "Hey, you got your history wrong." Karis is known to blab off, whether it's spontaneous or he's just trying to make shit up as he goes. I've been there. I've talked to him, and and. You know, my respects to Karis one. Obviously, he's the one I chose yeah. for these aliens. Right. But uh, there's a lot of stuff that's it's skeptical to me, right? So right now he's in the he's in the limelight. He's in the forefront, getting heat from hip hop historians for. So he had he had his history so, wrong. He so had his dates wrong. They're saying he, no, 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 not even facts. not even specifics like that. It's so the way the way and then again you have to know a little bit about it. But it, but the way it goes, uh, the story he said. When Africa Bambata, and it's very much involves uh, Sulu Nation. Right. When Africa Bambata united all the gangs in New York and like had them in for a meeting. And uh, so that right there is it's unbelievable to do, anyways, right? But being a DJ, being the DJ, had just came back from Africa, like being like the DJ in New York, you can kind of maybe buy it, right? So he gathers up and he goes, you know what? I've came back and I've learned a lot from the Sulu people. I want to create this new way of living, this new way of, of us killing each other and murdering. I want to bring in hip-hop to be this reform for us to where all we build and we grow and you know we're no longer shooting and killing each other. Like that. So KRS very much gives him sole uh, credit for having created the hip-hop to what we know now. The movement of of peace and love, you know, instead of brought, yeah, battling brought, with brought, guns, we we're battling with words, or whatever. Elements together, yeah, right. A lot of a lot of the people that were there th- with KRS and uh, saying like, "Dude, that meeting never took place. That meeting never yeah. happened." The way it broke down was eventually people just really got into hip hop. Hip hop developed its own uh, rules and and way of living and being peaceful and respectful is one of those rules. So anyone that was an MC was just respectful to other MCs, and we live life. So they were really not trying to discredit him, just want to be really honest about it. They're like, no, he he's romanticizing the Romant- way it happened. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's what happens in history, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, any history book you open is going to be romantic. Yeah, romantic. You got to sure. be able to see through or read through the lines. 
um, Africa Bambada though says, yeah. you know, he, to my knowledge, did he respond to it? Bambada, not that I know of. Okay, I know Crazy Legs did. And, yeah, you know, he's he's somewhere up there. Well, with it, historian. but Bambada's gonna be like, no, that didn't happen. It makes <laughs> him look great. <laughs> yes, it did happen. <laughs> yeah, did that. That's exactly. I don't how like talking about it much. Yeah, yeah. But you know, yeah. it, I mean, you do have to give Bambada credit for somewhat. I'm not gonna say be the sole provider or sole facilitator of. Hey, let's get this whole crowd together and name it hip hop. He provided a format or a platform to mm-hmm. bring out the graffiti writers that ironically were also break dancers. Yeah. And a brother or sister was an MC. And it, I mean, it just happened that way. You yeah. Know? I wasn't there, but you know, from what I've read, concept from, was, he was, was, he was, hey, he man, was in the building. Oh, I was there in spirit. You were there? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I like that one. You so guy, so, so you, said, you said KOS. Well, uh, again, okay. So we want to, we want to speak to this man. He comes, he says, he, they say, uh, he says, do you know who I am? They say, no, so we do not know who you are. Fuck you, and he walks away, right? <laughs> and then they say, I fuck, this, fuck this human civilization. They're, they're out, right? right. Yeah, he's a, he's a you know, there, tough and, guy and to talk to. There's, who, there's, there's, there's who, would you, who would you throw I would out? say Nas. I would say I, Nas, man. I think man. Nas would be it. I think Nas. He's, he's still relevant to this day. Yeah. He has a great track record. Yep. Many consider him the best of all time. Yeah. I don't know who else you could put besides him. And like you said, he holds himself well. Yes. He, you don't see him on TMC. Right. You don't see him. Stumble out of the club half yeah, drunk, right. you know? Let me ask you this. And when though. he makes mistakes, he owns up to it too. He's, yeah, he does. he's very real. That. He's I'll very honest. That. He's very out there. And um, he's also, I think he understands that, which is very important. People don't understand that, yes, there is responsibility with what you say, and you do have responsibility, responsibility to your audience. You have it. If you build this audience, you now have a responsibility to them. Because you have an audience, does that mean you you, you have to have that responsibility? Absolutely. Do you have to accept that? Dude, then what's the point of building the audience? Yeah. Because you, you could say the point is because I like to create art. Yeah. So I like to create art. These people happen to like it. Yes. Is it my responsibility to be a good role model you, for them? Or do but I, can't, you, but you, can I keep living my life the way I live my life? You, oh, you, you build a restaurant. Right, but a restaurant isn't the same thing as it, art. It's the exact same it's thing. It's not the same. Exact thing. same thing as a product. That's an artist at no, this point. No, because a restaurant you have to live up to codes. You have to keep your people satisfied. If you're if you're an artist, that sounds like that sounds like a hip hop nah, artist. Nah, man. To me. If you're an artist, you could go. You could lock yourself in the studio. You can make music for yourself. Yeah. And if somebody else likes it, they like it. Okay. If you're a restaurant, you need those customers to come in. You need first. You need to provide food on a regular basis. If you are an artist, a hip hop artist that wants to be starving artist, in living, you, you need starving to start artist. Okay, but you still have a responsibility, to, dude. If someone downloads, wake the flock up. I now have a responsibility to the, for that person. I feel a personal responsibility for everyone that downloads you it. You do. That's you why do. I don't air interviews that don't come out right. Oh, dude, the sound quality is not good. I can't put this out. It has the Wake the Flock Up name on it. I cannot do but that. But that's you. I will not I do that. I understand, but that's you. Right. But if I'm an artist from East L.A., I, this, is how I, this is how I deal with my tough life. It's I lock myself in the studio. I make music. Hey, somebody heard my music. They loved it. They told it to this person. That told it to the, these two friends. And now all of a sudden I have a fan base. Is it my responsibility to be a good role model to those people? Then what's the whole point of your fan? Not, no, no, but no, he, no, no, he, he no, never no, wanted no. a fan no, base. No, you changed. You changed it what, what did I change? You're not a role model. That's not what I'm. You're respo- what I'm saying. Responsibility. If you're responsible, what's that? Then? Doesn't come. I don't mean that responsible for you to paint a good picture in their eyes. That's not what I'm saying. Because if that, if, if you be the role model, forfeits who they started listening to it from the beginning if you being a role model is not who they followed to begin with you don't owe it to them to be that now you're changing your style to keep them happy and that's not what it was but you have a responsibility to, to, to 
have a certain quality standard for whatever it is you're fucking doing. If you're making a track, you you have a responsibility for that track to be the best track because that you, you have can fans? put out. Absolutely, nah, dude. man. You're, you, you're not being loyal you're to your an fans. Artist. You're an artist that locks himself in the studio and he makes music because it helps him deal with his life. And these people happen to like it. Yeah. I don't have to. I can do whatever I want. Okay. If that were true, no one else would hear it but you. And that were the truth, you wouldn't have put it in iTunes. You wouldn't have put it on SoundCloud. Like if you I weren't said, like I said, like I said, yeah. I lock myself in my studio. I go, okay. I put this music in my studio. Yeah. This dude standing next to me says, yo, that's okay. dope. Yeah. Okay, cool. But you He's can't like, yo, take it outside this room. You tackle it. No, yeah. If you like it, take well, no, it. No, no, I don't no. care. The minute you go, yeah, you can absolutely that, take it. You have it. responsibility. The minute you say, no way, you do whatever you want. If People like it, they like it. Okay, That's but, life. but people that put them on iTunes and all this other shit, they're looking for that fan base. So now you can't just go and, and not deliver a product. Well, you know how what happened? How many? I know, I, know, I know a good amount of artists that say, I make music for me uh-huh. and I upload it on SoundCloud so I can keep a But let me rock a music. show though, Baka. No, they say I, I keep. But let a, me sell some merch, I Baka. Keep a, I, keep, I upload it on SoundCloud on, so man. I keep a collection of my music. Yeah. And if people happen to like it, that's awesome. But I, don't, I didn't make it for these people, I made it for me. Yeah, but I, so I don't promote any songs. I don't promote my my, my, my Instagram or my Twitter, right? I don't promote any of that shit, right? Hey, but you know what, Baka? It makes me feel good when see I get on stage. See what I'm saying? It, you see what I'm trying no, to say? No, listen. I, I, you I know what, Baka? It makes me feel good when I get on stage. Like, that's my therapy session. Okay. Allow me to get on stage. Okay, get on stage. He gets on stage in front of 100 people mm-hmm. though 50 people like it now he has a 50 yeah. person fan base right. does he have responsibility to I, put out good I quality I have the music? opinion that he absolutely does why what do you mean why because they happen to like it part of being in, look yes but it, can't you be an artist just for you yeah, okay but what I'm saying is is if you're if you're playing game if you're in this you're playing the sport if you're in a, we're, we're a baseball team. Ba- hip hop is a baseball team. If you're playing on our team, bro, hip hop's not a baseball. There's team. a reason for that because hip hop, uh, baseball is a team sport. Yeah, hip hop's more like I don't want to say boxing, but hip hop's more. It's a single person sport. It's a UFC. Yeah, it's not UFC because you don't fight somebody unless you, you know you really you're you a fight ev- Baka. You fight every other MC on that stage that night. Ah man, that's some absolutely like that. the way some, it works. Some rappers aren't like that. D- some rappers, hey. some rappers enjoy going up there yeah. as a therapeutic session. Okay, I know a lot. I know a lot, dude, dude. There is not one MC that does not go up there and wants to see people's hands go up. There's not one. Yeah, there is. There if, is if, not one that goes. They're a super moody MC. They don't want to see you put your hands up. That's bullshit. They want to spit you those stories. That's bullshit. Nah, man. There's a there's a little bit in them. That's why they're on stage. Not but what in if their they house. don't make that type of music? To put That's your why hands they're up. not in their room. But what if they don't make that type of music? Put their hands up. Dude, what I'm saying is, there's 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 that little bit of them that wants to get the acceptance of other people. That's why they're putting it out there. They're putting it out there because it's a therapeutic session for them. They could do that in their rooms. Yeah, they could. But the, the it, part, it feels great when I get on stage and I get to perform There's my no songs. therapy in having people ignore me while I do my shit. The therapy if comes you, in if you where really, people pay attention to me. If you really spill me. out your soul, they're yeah, accepting is, man. it. Dude, you could do that in your room. There's no reason to be on stage. Uh, it's not the same. We all know it's not the same. No? We all know no? it's not the same. Why not? What's the difference? There's that difference. there's people no, there. because there's a certain type of energy. I've been to hip hop shows with five people. people I've been to hip hop shows with five people, uh-huh. and the guy feels great to be on stage. But there was five people. Yeah, but I've been to hip hop shows with no people, and he feels great to be on stage. If there had been zero people, he would have been disappointed. I've been to shows where there's been several people, and I walk and in, and I, I walk in, and I look around, and I say, "Damn, we all, what are you guys doing to this game?" And I walk yeah. out. And that MC was disappointed and went home sad. I guarantee it. Maybe from did. an MC, Maybe I can tell you. It is 100% disappointing not to have people be there. And the reason, 
the, that puts the the cherry on your ther- on your therapy is the acceptance you have somebody of in other the couch people. to listen to it the acceptance of other people whether uh. you want to whether they know it or not to that's why they're doing it that's why they they're might putting not it know out it. there they might not they know might it. not realize that's what it is what do you think i definitely think there comes a responsibility when you pick up a mic and How could you say that? It's not a responsibility. I'm a, I'm a crackhead that enjoys making music. I do not have responsibility to anybody. We I'm have. I'm we, we, and I'm just... gonna get philosophical. So he Spock so, is a crackhead. Yeah, <laughs> no, see, okay, so I can see the Facebook headlines now. It's bad oh, enough no. as it is, dude. Wait, again, it's gonna go back to people calling me a purist. Um, how 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 far back are you gonna go? How pure are you gonna get? When someone picks up the mic, whether it's back in the day or or, or, or nowadays, yeah. you picked up a mic. One, to show your skill. Yep. One, to show that you can be better than the next man. I can man. also. Right. I pick right. the mic. I can also. When it got, when it, in, 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 in the hip-hop game, in the hip-hop, hip-hop music, again, when you guys say hip-hop, I'm thinking the elements. That's just me. But in rap, when a rapper picks up the mic and gets his first fan, personally, I think his word is already, whether it's doing damage or helping. Um, I don't want to get into the whole indigenous thing, but I, I did a post earlier. Um, there's a, the Flint Stone, not Flint Stones, the yeah. Flint Stone. I have it tattooed on my arm. Yeah. Uh, it's whatever. It, it, it's a knife. In indigenous philosophy, the knife represented two things the tongue or the word. When that image is brought up, that means your tongue is like a sword. It can cut. Mm-hmm. It can cut you for whatever reason. You let's say you're gonna rap about, you know, you you. I'm just bringing shit up. You walk down the street. You shot this dude. Whatever, right? I'm not saying that that's what you're gonna rap about. The next dude is gonna hear that he's having a hard time. Whatever that fuels his anger, whatnot. That connection did some damage. However. I'm not saying, and I'm not saying. I know, I know. Yeah, yeah, and I'm not saying all your all your your music or your discography has to be political or conscious. There's there's room for everything, but at the same time, that flint stone also represents light. Why light? Because that flint stone is made of obsidian. The oldest way to make fire or light is flicking those two together. Friction, light. So, your word is both. You can cause damage or you can shed light. Mm-hmm. Again, as soon as a, an MC picks up the mic, or anybody, a poet, or even like we're doing right now, what we're doing is podcast. a podcast, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, we're shedding light on on yeah. certain yeah. topics. Yeah, you know, someone that might be listening right now, it's like, oh shit, I never thought of that, or not nah, fuck, fuck sector three, or, or fuck concept. Mm-hmm. They know what doesn't know what to talk about. Baka's right, you know, whatever. Happens most time. Uh, right. Yeah, hey, no, I've I, heard. I agree. That yeah, exact fuck concept. Baka's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but. I personally think as soon as someone picks up a mic, like we're doing right now, especially with an MC, they have somewhat of a responsibility. What comes out of their mouth has to be, or whether they like it or not, is something that will yeah. come back to them. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to say it's 60-40, with 60 being the response, you know, right. it comes with our responsibility. Right. There's room for everything. I mean... but. It's an art form. You, you, how you're feeling that day. You put on the uh, a piece of paper and then you go in the studio and you record it. That's how you feel. If you're not having a good day, you feel like killing a guy. It's not your responsibility to say, you know what? Maybe I shouldn't say that. Right. No, because that's know, how you get out your emotions. Right. But see, that's where you get MCs or, or artists like, um, let's say Aesop Rock. 
or or even illogic, not logic, illogic. Mm-hmm. Illogic has a lot of music where it's like, yeah, I'm depressed and I dealt with this this way. I used to listen to a lot of his stuff when I was going through some shit. Um, depends what you're going through. I mean, you can take his his you know you know sixteen thirty two bars or whatever and be like, damn, I'm gonna go kill myself, or take it like, damn, okay, an artist that I that that I like. That's where the responsibility yeah. comes. Like, dude, this dude on stage, I like him, and he's kind of going through the same thing. And he's rapping. So, so now you're not alone. Now you're not the only one right. that feels right. that. You're not, you're not this dude in the gutter. D- you, 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 I'm, I'm seeing myself in someone that's feeling the same way I am, and this dude's on stage. The, the, the whole premise of fans is that now you build a relationship with these people. People you don't know, you now have an everyday relationship with them. I have an everyday relationship with Adam Carolla. Every day I listen to Adam Cola. The day that Adam doesn't deliver some Adam like, it really sucks for me. Like, yo, that, 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 and most of the time it's not even his fault. It's like the guess was really whack. Or the, some, sometimes, dude, the levels are starting to get fucked up every now and a while. And I'm like, yo, it's kind of disappointing that my radio has to be on 32 right. for me to copy. It. It, because I have an emotional attachment to him now, but because I am a fan, we built this relationship. And with that comes certain responsibilities. If you don't understand that and you don't want to uh, adhere to that, then you need to stop and realize what's really going on. And, and I'm saying for MCs that want to be MCs, if you're on stage and you don't feel like you want to MC, because MCing involves competing, it involves performing, it involves, uh, uh, you know, it involves a lot, not just rapping. Rapping is like, the, the, yeah, it involves a lot. And if one of those things is not there, you need to work on that. And if your relationship with your fans is not there, you need to pay attention to that. You can't just go around spitting shit everywhere and expect it not to mean something to someone somewhere. That's why it's so that's why I think I'm so attached to the lyricism in hip hop. Because th- th- we need to hold people accountable for what they say, for what they do, for what they show you. Like, yo, you can't be showing six six sixes and upside down crosses. Oh, it's just my art form. It's the way, dude. You, there's a responsibility to people that are watching this. Like, yeah, but oh no, I'm trying to get this money. So you know what I'm saying? It just, it just, it, so listen, it vibes away from the art. The greatest diss song of all time is yeah. Tupac hit him up. You, should he, okay, should, should he okay. not have made that song? He has a response. He's talking about fucking another man's wife. Uh-huh. He's putting this man's whole life on blast in front of millions of people. Should he not make that song? He has a responsibility to his family. I used to let you sleep on my couch. Yeah. You were my friend at one point. You slept here. I bought your ass groceries. You hear it. And now you're going to do this to me? Where did that come from? Where did that whole track come from? It didn't come from someone's like, yo, fuck this ex motherfucker. No, it was like, yo, bro. We were brothers, dog. And this is the way you responded to me. But he's, There's again, artistry he's behind talking, it. He's talking about sleeping with somebody's wife. Yeah. yeah. He has he's responsibility. Cutting as deep as he can possibly cut it, because it, he's hurt that much. It's part it's part of the culture. I mean, that battling MCing goes back to battling. I mean, there was no music, there was no rap song. Rap songs used to be 12, 12 minutes long. Yeah. Because there were jams and you know, five, <laughs> six people, you know what I mean? But Battling was part of MCing before. By the way, go to this, please put that on record. Hit him up to me has got to be my least favorite diss song. Your least favorite? <laughs> my least favorite. What are you talking oh, about? Damn the fuck up. What are you yeah. talking about? Yeah, I'm just. I just want to throw it out there. What's your favorite diss song? Um, it has to be either uh, the bridge is over. Yeah, the bridge is over. Or uh, the book of Daniel. 
by um, uh, MF, it, MF, it, MF Doom, MF Grim. MF Grim, yeah. MF, that one, that, uh, when you say, when you said, uh, I was like, dude, there's at least two other songs that you I think. You guys are crazy, dude. Hit him up's the greatest it, song. It's a good what? one, greatest. Let me, let me tell you I what. love to put you over. I love to put you over. Takeover's better than Efer, man. Oh, Takeover's yeah. better than Efer. <laughs> What's better, Takeover Efer? Yeah, exactly. Get I'm telling you, man. Takeover's get better than Efer. My dude, nah, okay. man. I, Takeover's you know a great Take fucking over, song, dude. man. Yeah. Yeah, man. I agree. Uh, nah, Takeover, and he, he came through please, with a sledgehammer, man. Please. You know what? You know what? I'll give. I'll give that, that sample though. That sample on Takeover was pretty dope. Yeah, what well, was not him was dope. Yeah, I agree. Uh, uh, yeah, but Takeover is better than Ether. E- Ether. Yeah. However, I also think uh, The Bitch in You by Common yeah. is yeah, a dope Bitch in You is good. Yeah. A lot of people seem to just... Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. Common, he, Common has some great diss tracks, man. Yeah, Even yeah, recently yeah. when he was beef with Drake, yeah. that, yo, you ain't... Uh, what do you say? You you can't wet me, you Canada dry. That's <laughs> such a good line, man. Uh, I love... Uh, I, dude, speaking of... I, Drake is such such an artist that... Even now, the, the diss track he made is now play on the radio. Yeah, like an average When's track. The, when has the last time that a, that a, that's what I'm saying? Hits top forty, right? And I'll, and I'll say this, not comparing them, but the last time the hip hop went that crazy over a, a song might have been hit him up, where right. it was like, "Yo, my four four will make sure all your kids yeah. don't that's grow." Such a good like line. dog, like oh. shit. Pac Pac was hurt. Pac delivered art. Pac said, "You know what." This is something that I need to let out, and he put it out. I'm not saying it's the best. No, it no, is no. up there. I think I, it's the best, dude. Dude, Book of Daniel, Book of Daniel by MF Doom. Okay, Grimm. also another one who had a brother, MF Grim. People don't know. You know Grim. You don't know Doom. But you didn't his you know, brother M- pass away? Or? The whole nine, yeah, the, yeah. and he 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 got ended up in a wheelchair yeah, for yeah. Grim. Like there's this mm-hmm. whole pain and stuff. And the Book of Daniel is an amazing fucking district. That's, that's a that's that, a good one. That only like. If you knew your hip hop, you would know of uh, that one. I mean, e- I think Ether was really dope. Ether, I was all for was, that. Ether was dope. Let me tell I you. like the Cameron disc, the one he did on Jay Z, where he goes, "I'm not a biter, I'm a writer, I'm not a writer, <laughs> yeah. I'm a biter," and he plays all the, the the rhymes he's ever bit. Like that was dope. That's but that's not a. Uh, that was just, dope. He just put a collection of things together. Yeah, of things he bit. But that's not Camon. Beautiful. That's a Cam beautiful didn't have anything to do with that. He told his intern, "Hey, find every yeah. every line that Jay Z bit off Biggie and let's put it all together." And then Snoop, and then Ice T, and then da, 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 and then it's like, whoa, this is really piling up. <laughs> Jay, well, the uh, evidence uh, is talking about up. battles. Talking about battles. I ask this to everybody: cannabis or LL? I think LL got it, man. I, I always thought I think, cannabis. I think was LL question. got it. What, say it again? I Cannabis, think, I thought, was without question. Are we talking about who won the battle or who won the war? Oh, yeah. Because yeah, sure. it's... <laughs> yeah, there's well, two different... Because <laughs> Cannabis is in his basement right now, dude. No, but check this out. Like, okay, and, and I know people... Will, the first thing people are going to say, oh, the Cannabis disaster. That's... I got 30 pages of bombs in this motherfucker. <laughs> I was like, oh, I was in the you back. Like, and, oh. and, 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 oh. But see, Cannabis, though, Cannabis, Cannabis, and we're, we're not talking about that, that battle. Cannabis has... Man, I can't even I can't even explain it. I mean, yeah. his 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 rhyme style. I mean, he's a scientist on the fucking mic yeah, dude. on the no, in the notebook. And no pun intended. I am a cannabis fanatic, dude. Like, if if I could build a shrine as an MC, like the MC concept Damn. MC would build a shrine, it, dude. It, it would be it would be like cannabis. It would be like Chino. It would be like Pac. It would Chino be like these people that I like lyrically are just 
on a whole different scale. Cannabis has got to be one or number one, number two, that just reaches this new plateau to do with lyrics. And Idea was a wizard. You know, Aesop Rock is an, it's like, he, people compare him to Shakespeare because the way that the metaphors spew out of him, it's just well, see, an and, incredible and thing to do with, with speech. There's an issue with, with Aesop Rock, though, because a lot of people I've come across uh, in, in conversations, dialogue with people where it's like, Aesop Rock's not even saying shit. He's just saying a bunch of big words. It's yeah. like, well, uh, not to dumb people down, but yeah. it's like, you got to know your vocabulary. You got to know your, your metaphors and similes right. to actually understand what Aesop Rock is saying. Yeah. Is he a battle rapper? No. I mean, you put cannabis and, and, and Aesop Rock together, cannabis will rip them. Right. But guy's amazing at his craft, too. Yeah. Uh, but going back to cannabis, I mean, the first... I've heard I've I heard him on his on his on his debut album and he was he was a beast on second round knockout. Yeah, I think he murdered LL on that track for sure. For when sure. LL came back though, everyone said LL murdered him. Uh, one one simple line uh, comes out to me and it's like, to me as as an MC and as a lover of the culture and rap art or the art form of rap, um, when you come back at somebody and use their lines, yeah. <laughs> That's not that doesn't work for me. So when he said cannabis says ninety nine percent of your yeah. of your fans wear high heels, yeah. LL come back and says ninety nine percent of your fans don't exist. Yeah, that's a good line, that man. That's a good hilarious. line. Yes, it's, it's it is. Ninety nine percent of your fans don't exist. That's it's such a, a good it line. It's funny, but he one, flipped it's not it on fat. him. He yeah. flipped it on him, man. It's, it's true. No, no, it's funny. One, it's not real. But compared to LL's fans, right? But well, come on. True, I'll give you that. Come on, I'll man. I'll give you that. Now, you, you think LL and Cannabis have the same amount of friends? Uh, fans? No, fans? No, not yeah, fans. Oh, I'm going to throw this fucking table so over now, right now. Now we're, now we're in the realm of, of mainstream. How many albums can you Just sell? In general, do you think as many people love Cannabis as, as the same amount of people that love LL? You think it's close? No, it's not. It's not even, it's not even the same 100%, planet. 100%, I'll give it to you. But... We're talking you think about, it's close? Wait, oh my wait. gosh, dude! That's why we can't do business. That's why you can't do business. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. But 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 now you you can, this is what you gotta think about. LL is an actor now. LL has been an actor for many years. So the let's fans, take it back. Let's take it back to, to when just, that, let's listen. take it back to when that the date that song came out. Okay. you think they have the same amount of fans I, I don't, at that point? I don't. Oh, think, it's not even. Close. I don't think. But that was the beauty of the battle. That here comes his underdog. There you go. Who comes completely okay? So he never was, looked at himself as an it was Method Man, Red Man, uh, DMX, Big Cannabis, and no, no, Cannabis and Elo Cool J on that one track. That's how the beef started. Yeah, 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 yeah. These unknown MCs, except for LL, because he asked to let him take Red the microphone man, off his arm. Come on, I man. will borrow the microphone uh, from your know, arm man. and rock it. Uh. No one, dude, they've interviewed him, and there's video, and there's video interviews of them asking. A red man asking method, and they go, dude. He says, of, "Let me take that mic off your arm." He goes, no. I say, let, "Let me borrow that mic." Yeah, and, he, ah, and none of they I go, know, they go, man. dude. They go like, dude. None of us took offense to that. We none of because us even thought about one. it until, of course, big old ego, LL Cool J comes like, "Yo, you ain't gonna borrow shit off my arm." Blah blah blah. And now this little poor put MC, yourself in that position. Don't paint him like a little poor MC. He thought he was the best thing that ever happened to this planet. He's no, not a little poor. Come on, dude. Uh, yo, let's, yo, they sit around that table. Yo, let's freestyle. I, I, I think I deserve to go last. Yeah. In legend, with legends. Yeah. yeah. Yo, he doesn't, he doesn't look at himself no, as the no, underdog. No, legends. Dude, this is, this is cannabis with his contemporaries, with 
pun at the time. Okay. And most, they were all in this. The and ca- how'd that play out? D- yes. Okay, but what, dude? Cannabis is a fucking. Let's be honest. How did it play out? You want, Yo, he could be. Let's. How did it play out? Cannabis is a fucking legend. But hip hop on, on the Mount Rushmore. You think forever. he's up there? You think he's up there with those other people? With DMX? You think Most Def is in a fucking Rushmore? Mo- most Def. Yo, most stuff okay, gets not, on stage for ten gonna, minutes, he's and he does an African it. dance, and people love it. They go crazy. He's not gonna make. He's not gonna Come make. On. Who? When have you ever said you your think top five is over most stuff? Oh, I hear people say most stuff in the top five all the time. Never, that's, that's, all the time. Yes, I have. Crazy. He just sold out. Is, of, is nah. most stuff in your top five? Is most stuff in your top five? No, but that's not the question we're asking. That's not the question we're asking. Is he above? Is he above cannabis in your book? And what? Most stuff. Yes. Is he above cannabis in your book? Yes. Is he above cannabis in your book? Yes. Yes. Does he that's have, why I'm the craziest of all does time, he have, baby. Does he have more? Hold up. Yes. Does he have more name recognition than cannabis? Oh, yeah. It's fucking most deaf. You're looking, you're looking at two factors, that's though. That's what you're asking. You're t- uh, most deaf is... Greatest of all we're talking about, about uh, the, the, the skill... Not the skill. The art of lyricism. Battle rapping. Most Def's not a battle rapper. No, he's not. You and know? I saw Cannabis. He's not a battle rapper either. <laughs> I was I was in the venue with Cannabis put out a notebook. I said, no! Uh, what are you doing? Dude, I, we I, all believed in you. The, hey, the first round, though, everyone was like, oh. He was killing it. Oh, he was hey, killing it. We got it. a battle. We got a battle. He was, they were repeating his and, lines, and then, man. And then the second line, when he came up, and they were still repeating them, and then he's like, yo. And then you you. you Dude, you saw the panic, like in his, like the way he was, just, like moving up and down. When this, he, first of all, where'd you get a fucking notebook that big? That thing was fucking. He, it looked like one of those things your teacher draws on you. Know, and you could flip it over. He pulled out this gigantic. Who let him in the venue with it? How did you? And what the fuck? And he pulls it like, yo, there's thirty fucking. I wish I would have like, stopped no. him. I wish I would have saw that notebook and I, I would have just no, took no, it from no. him. No, let me let me ask you this. Just uh, since we're talking about it. All right, this shit happened. Everyone's clowning on cannabis. I'm still a big cannabis fan because regardless, his penmanship is fucking incredible, right? Now, let me ask you this. He's in the battle with disaster, right? Shit's going good. For some reason, something happened. Whether you say he choked, whatever. He pulls out a notebook to recite a song he already recorded. Listen, I come from... I come from the bat from the world of written battles. That's King of the Dark, Crying Time, all that's where I come from. Before I was doing shows, before I had ambitions to do this, that's where I come from. You don't pull out a notebook. No, no, no. And I'm with you. I, it, it wasn't it, when I saw that. I was like, you fucking cannabis. Come on, dude. You pull out a My notebook. You, is, you just said I got bodied, what, what, and now I need to do something. My, and no, it's the wrong say, thing to do. You say you know what. We're done. Time. You no, say time. No, 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 no. It's, it's on yeah. you. Time. Saying, it's on you. You pulling out you that, your that mind notebook. Together, throw it you go back. Is, is, you pulling out that notebook is a definite sign that you just got bodied but and better, you don't know what better, else to it's do. Better, it's better if he says time. It's, yeah, it's on you. And I then he agree. goes back correct. I, Yo, load of Lux. Load of Lux for some or, cal- dude, calico. Or it doesn't say anything. He would have been better off if he never said anything. Yeah, if he said it's on you, Yeah, it's on you. It would have been so much better. For his, I bet you he would have came back third round with some fire. You know something. what I'm saying? Yeah, man. Now, isn't, isn't it fishy, though, that he busted out a notebook to spit rhymes? I mean, he had a notebook uh-huh. with the rhymes that he – and I believe he, he recited uh, something that he did for LL. Yep. Why are you pulling out a notebook for something that you already spit I bet you that's not what was on the notebook. He was, he was, he was, he was flustered at the time. Something was, something was was flustered. Right, right. Yeah. And I give it to you. I'm like, when I saw that, you got to be kidding me. There's a moment in the battle, and I don't, of course, I don't know the the number, but there's a moment in the battle where he, 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 he's rapping, or Disaster's rapping, 
and you see cannabis go okay well this i i he puts his glasses on and he's like all right like he was done like, already, like all right yeah. this is yeah. i'm not gonna there's no way there's no reason to compete it's like being attacked by a barrier like i all right, can't watch it. it man i can't i it, cannot dude, watch that battle. Trust, for a person that's such a cannabis fan like me same it was here. it was really hurtful same it was here. really like because i would have loved to see you like when you saw dude, it like for the first time <laughs> right that would have been great I, I, my wife was sitting next to me and she knew it was gonna be really bad and, but you and, did you know what happened before the battle got released no, I saw the pay per view. Oh, dude, okay. I saw the pay per view. Look at you, man! Just because it's cannabis, just because of cannabis, right? Dude, cannabis, cannabis right battling moves. disaster. Who at the time was disaster was the beast of the battle scene. You the say beast. He still is. And for me, being yo cannabis, one of my top five, top three is gonna battle, and he, I know he's gonna kill it. Rip the Jacker was amazing. Like yo, he's gonna deliver, and he promised up and down. Yo. Cannabis isn't even gonna show up. Rip the jack is gonna be there, and you were like, "Yo, you were just jacking off and going, like, ah! <laughs> I, just, I finished jacking off, and I was like, "Yo, let's watch this shit, yo." And it was like, it was really watching your childhood hero really fall because cannabis had painted himself as this amazing freestyler, and even right then and then he admitted he never freestyle. He goes like, yo, I'm not, I don't freestyle. Yo, I've been real technical. So all the other times that you see freestyle, uh, cannabis freestyle on uh wake up show and blah, blah, blah. now that was all, you know what I'm saying? Like all these other attachments that happen, see that responsibility that he now has to these, to these fans that he's built this rapport with. The responsibility for me would have been, yo, Diz, you know what? Props to you. I, I'm good, you know, yo, you I'm could good. have come. You could have came back to advance. Something you didn't have to end the battle because the time. It's hey, on yo, you. he he was broken arm. He had a fucking. He was in a car accident the day before. Like it was effective some let's not way. Make, let's not make uh, excuses for cannabis. Well, there's no notebook. excuse for the notebook. It said battle rap battle two couple years, man. <laughs> it's it's not good. You think so? Oh, for sure, man. We look like idiots. We gave we gave this guy a boatload of money and he came in with a notebook. Yeah, we look like we got played. All right. Well, talk about getting played. Thank you guys for playing another episode of Each One Teach One. With Man. Black and Thanks to our guest, uh, who, is, who was kind enough to just admit uh, uh, or uh, to, uh, to show up last minute. It was really last minute. I was like, you know what, Hector, come through. Let's just, 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 pleasure, just talk it through, dog. It's been a minute. Uh, save the hip-hop culture and wake the flock up. Network, look out for that. We're going to talk. Definitely. We're going to make it. Baca, thank you for joining us. Yeah, I'm glad I could uh, get my two cents in here. Yeah. I need a hat, man. Save the hip-hop culture. We'll I need it. We, we'll we, we could do I We could it. do round two. We could do because yeah, we're going to do, do, do round yeah, two. So, do so thank you guys again for listening. And the only thing we ask is uh, you tell a friend. So we getting those numbers up concept. I've been, I've been checking dude, the SoundCloud. I'm feeling you, myself. I told you. I had somebody text me today. Said, "Yo, I'm listening to your podcast. You really got some great insight." Yep. I think she was talking about both of us. But either way, yeah, doesn't yeah. matter, man. You know, we doing it. We doing it. <laughs> it. It is. Uh, I think again, uh, we hit, we struck gold with this other podcast. Uh, Wake the flock up is our is my baby, isn't it? But this other, I'm very, very, very proud of what we've been able to develop. And you see how me and Baka go, and I think that's the beauty of it. It's oh, not it's beautiful. If it was I, you I, and I me, dog, I think eventually. Get boring oh at a point. Oh my god, it's just just oh, be jacking would, off cannabis for thirty five <laughs> minutes and shit. But that kind of this kind of this, that. Yeah, just, don't you hear that? Just, just hear breaking that? down the MF two MF two uh, acapella for twenty five minutes, man. It would, it would be right. <laughs> uh, so uh, tell a friend, tell a cousin, download us, follow us, uh, watch out for us on location and with some new guests and all that stuff. So, uh, Baka, go ahead and uh, each one teach one. You can find us on on SoundCloud, SoundCloud. Slash wake the flock up. Wake the flock up. Well, I'm gonna get it one day, man. Yeah. We're gonna make this happen. <laughs> each one teach one, baby.
Content 714, Young Baka 818. Our guest, Save the Hip Hop Culture, man. Thank you for coming through again. Appreciate it's a pleasure it, meeting you, man. Likewise, I've been following you on Instagram for a while, man. So, so stick around. We'll do uh, part two. I think this is good. It's good that we have you here. Well, we'll do part two of this interview. So uh, thank you guys for listening, and uh, we'll catch you next week. We got to get an outro, Baka. Yeah, that's what's we got to get an outro.